The Spread Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, we didn't have a whole lot happen over what the uh, the week that we, you know, I, it's basically was March Madness that wrapped up. Um, we we didn't have a whole lot happen, but but, but we had a whole lot happening. <laughs> So March Madness wraps up. That was unfortunate. Um, and then Sam Darnold got traded. Uh, so I do feel like we can take a little victory lap there because we said the narrative was going to change off of this whole Mac Jones thing. And someone had to put the pressure on the Jets. Bottom line, like the pressure was on the Jets because no one knew what the hell they were actually going to do for a long time. I, and they actually made a move, surprisingly. Yes. And I'm kind of confused and want to bounce it off of you what i heard i think it was today or yesterday from um i think it was rapaport saying that early michael or march, ian ian oh me. yes you don't want to say michael rapaport was uh he'll shoot on doing you. anything he <laughs> ian said that the niners actually reached out and asked what they wanted for donald early because that's who they wanted oh and the and the jets told them you know we're not trading Darnold, but it was more so internally. They wanted to go through quote unquote, the process with Zach Wilson. I, I don't really know what that means. Like, I guess interview him and, and watch him throw at a pro day, but it's just interesting to me because it seems like at that time you could have like got a little of that, you know, Hey, San Fran wants him Carolina, anyone else. Yeah. But it seems like they kind of misplayed their hand and, and then, you know, things started to happen. The Niners made the trade people started getting quarterbacks, you know, Cam went back to New England, a lot of stuff happened. And it seemed like there were only so many destinations for Darnold. It, it just got weird. And not that they got a terrible haul, but I, I don't know. It's just a weird play from the Jets. Do you like it? Did you like that they held on as long as they did? Or Well, that's kind of interesting how you say it, because does that mean that the Jets didn't like, were they not offered this package that Miami got? <laughs> not like I, if, if it, they were it sounded like they didn't even listen to what San Fran would have offered so you're telling me they did a poor job basically because San Fran I mean for whatever they gave up to move up to you know just move up what one more spot um yeah now now I, I, it, just keeping an open mind do you think that this had anything to do with the Jets saying you know what we we have Darnold at you know let's let's say we have him rated at a, a, a seventy five. Yeah. We have Zach Wilson rated as a ninety. But if we can get X Y and Z for the second pick, we'll stick with Darnold. And maybe they thought I don't know. There's so many. You That's know, what I mean, I'm Maybe saying. they thought they could tra- trade the second pick. I don't know. Yeah, they that that's really weird. And, the the whole then, the fact that the Niners could have been involved there. And offered, mm-hmm. you know, if they were willing, obviously they're willing to trade all those assets. So and and the and he was on um what's his name show uh the um, the Pat McAfee show. No, I was oh. going to say Pat McAfee. Uh, Dan Patrick. <laughs> oh, and and Dan asked Ian, well, if they were going to turn him down for Darnold, then and San Fran knew that they were going to give up assets for three. Why the hell didn't they just say two? I, I maybe they didn't love Zach Wilson. I I don't know. I'm just so confused with everything. Yeah, you would think. I mean, that they would just enjoy having their pick of the litter, right? At two and having yeah. Sam Darnold. Like, 
as yeah. another option. So maybe that that was, maybe it was just a completely different offer. But I'm I'm assuming that if they were willing to basically, you know, get just the pick back from Miami, uh, they probably would have done the pick and Darnold. <laughs> you know, like what? Yeah, just just a odd. That's some jet know, shit. I don't want to say it. It really is, and I don't want to say it's a you know, a misplay by by them, but it's an interesting play. I'll say I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I don't really get it. Uh, so I was um, thinking, you know, in that, that regard, I liked the trade, I guess, for everyone involved. I liked it for Darnold, you know, obviously getting away from, it seems like he's going to an okay offense. He gets some, he gets McCaffrey and a couple weapons and okay line. He gets Robbie back, his favorite receiver. Yeah. And, you know, someone, a coach that's not Adam Gase that might actually, you know, even taking out the comparison to Gase might actually just be a good coach. Um, so... That's good for him. I think he's going to do really well. I don't think he doesn't qualify for like comeback player of the year, does he? Yeah, why not? I feel like he's going to win what something. They have to give it to him if he has a good season because <laughs> he basically came back from the dead. Um, I liked it for the Jets. Uh, probably the least out of everyone involved, but at least they get some stuff back, and you know they have a plan. It I seems. Mean, when we think back, when was Darnold taken, Brandon? Do you remember off the top of your head? Uh, three years ago. No, what what pick? Oh, was he third? Okay, I know he was top five, but god damn, doesn't that seem like an awfully steep decline for a third overall pick? Yes, but he has sucked also. True, but, you know, NFL guys and, and GMs are very smart. So taking into consideration his injury history, he had some injuries that were nagging him. Taking into consideration his line, like you said, all the stuff he said. Yep. Taking into consideration his offense the whole time he was there. Yeah, I know, right? You, I, I was kind of surprised. I mean, it's a good haul. Like at least a second round pick that could basically be a first. But uh, yeah, I was surprised. Like, like you said, it, he was a, the third pick in that draft, and. He hasn't really done too much wrong, <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. I just thought more teams are going to be willing to take a flyer on him. Yeah, and the more I think about it, you know, the more I would have loved him in Shanahan's system. Yeah, of course. Like even if he got a year, even if he got a year behind Jimmy, I know yeah. that you know we're talking about them getting into another year of him sitting, but I just think with that defense and those weapons around, like. It's a lot of the receivers, you know, making the play after the catch with Ayuk and uh, Debo Samuel, Kittle. Whew. Yep. He's had success in the what? state of California before as well. So, yeah, I, I I, don't know. I like that guy a lot. <laughs> I still like Sam Darnold, unfortunately. He might just suck. I don't know. But, um, I mean, for Carolina, and like, not- you know, they didn't really get – They, I think he was probably their, like, option 1F, <laughs> but – they still, uh, they still were able to to yeah. get a quarterback, and at least, I, I guess they don't well, have to Brent, pay him crazy, right? Just imagine if you're a Jets fan and, and you're hearing, like, you know, three years ago, Sam Darnold, holy shit, we finally got our guy. Now you've given up on him, and you got, you know, some diminished value. But now you're selling your fans on not a Justin Fields, not even the potential of a Trey Lance. It's it's Zach a Wilson. pretty much unknown quarterback out of BYU. Yeah. I mean, I just don't get it. Yeah, that's uh, we're going to get into that in a little bit. That's the, the tough part. And, I mean, can we talk about Joe Douglas? Is he, yeah. is he overrated? 
to you because to me, uh, I think he's he gets a, a bit overrated. He gets he a really good rap but, in the yeah, media. I don't know if he's just well liked in, in league circles, but yeah. a lot of people think, yeah, he's a very smart guy. Okay, we're yeah. seeing a lot of his moves though, but okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I don't, I don't know how good he really is. I mean, it, he he did okay in this trade, uh, but you know. I, I mean, I don't should, know. this is his last year if it doesn't work out this year, right? Oh, for sure. The, the Jets, I mean, <laughs> the Jets are willing to move to on nonstop. I think he's fine. Like, I I don't think he's, like, there. people are talking to him like he's the, you know, uh, the GM of the Bills or, like, some of these other, like, John Schneider. Like, those guys make good moves. Those are moves that, like, you don't talk about every year because you just come to expect great moves from those GM. Uh, but this dude, like, every time he makes a move, like, oh, it's pretty savvy. Pretty savvy move by Joe Douglas. And it's like, I don't know, man. (laughs) It makes me think, you know, how crazy and how different things look for these teams, whether it be one more win or one more loss. Because if the Jets are at four or five, we might be – we're having a whole different conversation. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's just nuts that they nailed two. They couldn't get Lawrence. And now they're selling everyone, everyone, everyone they're selling on this dude. So. You know what's funny is like before the year, you know, the year starts, right? You're like, if you get one, you're pumped because you're getting Lawrence. If you get two, it's okay because you're still getting Fields, and they're not even doing that. <laughs> no, and, and once again, I don't know when you want to get in on these quarterbacks, but that's a whole another combo. With yeah, for sure. Matter. Let's talk about the odds actually, because okay. you know, last week I said the Jets are taking or sorry that the Niners are taking Fields, and I also I said that I don't know. I don't know that the Jets are going to take Zach Wilson. Um, I'm still cool with, with saying that stuff. We're, we're too reliant. Like, we've settled in way too early, I think, on this draft order. Uh, there's still a lot of just, room for things to change. Remember Baker? Like, that stuff, it changes. Yeah, it moved. Kyler, Kyler Murray, I thought. He came on late. No, Kyler was a lock uh, immediately. No. He was. No. Everyone had him mocked in at one. But like I, months, I, I would like to go back and look at it because I thought it was he was coming along. He was coming along top 10. We wanted to see him at the pro day. Then shit started to skyrocket because they still had Rosen. Yeah, but remember, because, yeah, but Cliff came out and he's like, Rosen's our, our guy for now or whatever. <laughs> like everyone's yeah. like, yeah, right, dude, whatever. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I remember I was talking, listening to someone talk about that on a podcast before. And I was like, oh, they're like, yeah, that. That was one of the few times where everyone kind of knew what was going on and it actually just played out the way it was supposed to play out. Uh, but yeah, I think you're right as far, but like, I, I think bef- before Cliff got there, that's when, yeah. you know, we didn't know kind of what the deal was. But then he got there and everyone's like, oh shit, hold on. The other weird tidbit I, I seen today, which I just thought it was odd for someone of his stature to go out on this limb, but Schefter said he chuckled because um, I don't know if it was Greeny or someone was asking him about the Jets at two, and he just goes, Greeny, I'm going to put it to you this way. I texted Zach Wilson and told him, welcome to New York. That's dumb. I don't it, like it. I know. I, but even if you knew that info, could you say that? Um, yeah, that's like, what I was going to ask you. Shouldn't Schefter just be laying down just crazy money on this stuff? Should, could he... Was, well, should he get in trouble if he does that? If he bets like two hundred grand on Zach Wilson, 
going second. Yeah, he should be disqualified. <laughs> Nobody's taking his money. They should disqualified from. Oh yeah, no one is taking the money. You're right. <laughs> I just thought, what the hell? Like, even if like, doesn't that like shows a little distrust in the circles in in which told you that? I don't know. It was just weird that he laughed. He laughed it off. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I texted him and told him welcome to New York, and I thought he was gonna say I'm kidding. He's yeah. Dead serious. So. What Once a mark. Again, a Schefter, possibly Mark Madness candidate? Ooh. He, he might Underrated? I don't know. Blame I like Schefter, team. though. Uh, okay. Let's talk some odds, though. Are you willing, right now, if you had... So let's just say you're a, a mild-mannered millionaire. So you got a million. You know, you're thinking about retirement at some point in the next 10 years. And you want to accelerate that a little bit, maybe. Who will get picked first in the 2021 NFL draft? That's a prop you can bet on. Let's wow. say, Ant, you have a million bucks, uh, and you're willing to part with 100 k on this bet. Would you do it? Would you put it on Trevor Lawrence at minus 10000 No. Fair enough. No, That's like no, the, uh, the guy that bet his life savings on The Undertaker going over on Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Yeah, fucking. Oh hard. no! Betting, first of all, <laughs> betting on a, a worked. Never mind. I don't get me. Um, no, I just what? don't think you know. A <laughs> hundred grand. I mean, it, 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 it's it. Like I don't know. I can do other things without hundred grand to feel like I could make more. There you go. I agree. Uh, like bet on Would who you? goes number two in the twenty. No, I would not. Who's going going at number two in the twenty twenty one NFL draft? Who do you have? Uh, and I'm sticking by Fields. Thank you. Okay, plus eight fifty. Right. I'm, oh my goodness, he's eight fifty now. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, I know, okay, man. Here's my thing, Brand. Let's break it down. So I'm sure Mac, Mac has the best odds now, right? Uh, for three. For two. No, you're talking. Mac has the best odds for three. Remember, that's oh, Niners. excuse yeah. me, for yeah, San Fran at three. I I understand what you're doing because Trevor Lawrence isn't even a real pick at this point. It's yeah, that's done. <laughs> so, 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 stick with me here. So you're telling me, and and this could be true, but it doesn't make sense to me. But explain it to me. So you're telling me, before the Niners traded for the third pick, Mac Jones was maybe a fringe first round pick, or maybe talked about maybe to the Patriots at fifteen. Yep. But only because San Fran traded all these assets to move up to number three. Now Mac is a lock to go from fringe first round <laughs> to third overall. That make that's that a, makes sense. That is a great point. I didn't even. I've never thought of it that way. Uh, I don't know what is that the Pythagorean theorem. Uh, but <laughs> it's like, like, but like, so yeah. San Fran boosted his value for. For no real reason, if so, you just stood at, at where you were and traded up a couple spots. So in that case, you're basically telling me that was a terrible trade by San Fran. And, and I'm not in league circles, so maybe people already had Mac in the top 10 somehow. i I never seen it. I didn't see anything near the top 10. Well, maybe I mean, the Pats at 15. let's look at the draft makers. Did Chef, or did not Schefter, uh, McShay and Kuyper have him anywhere no. near there? No, I seen him to the Pats was the highest, and I think the Pats picked like 15 or 14. Was it a Belichick effect thing? Like, oh, man, if Belichick likes him, then goddamn, he might have something. So now everyone's looking at him? I'm I'm with you, but then as San Fran, with Jimmy G there, and with Darnold not being traded yet, I'm willing to play chicken up to the draft, and then let's tangle at the draft. Yeah. 
if I yeah. need to move up to five, six, seven, if stuff starts to get hot, I'm hearing the Patriots are going to, I don't think the Patriots were ever going to move up to three. Yeah. I, uh, no. I, I, you know what I mean? It just seems odd. And I just can't sit here and say that they're going to take him for sure. It doesn't add up to me. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. That doesn't, it does not make a lot of sense. It was a lot of, you know, it was, cause I think it's like you were saying, it wasn't a gradual thing either where he's slowly moving up these mocks. He just moved up. <laughs> he's just now yeah, the number the three pick. About it. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know? that. Uh, here's another one for you that I will add to it. So I like your pick there, Justin Fields. I'm going with you at plus 850. Zach Wilson's minus 2000 to be the second pick in the draft. Um, Here's the other best odds, and this is another one, uh, just like you did. We're just going to kind of try to connect the dots. Guess who was the third best odds behind Wilson and Fields? Is it Pitts? No, it's another quarterback. It's Trey Lance. Oh, Trey Lance. So Trey Lance is third, and then there's one more that's a fourth non-quarterback, and it's not Pitts. Is it... um... Devonte, it is, it's a uh, Sewell. So, huh? We have. Do you not find that weird? Okay, then now let's go to the third pick. Mac Jones is the favorite, minus one seventy-five. You're telling me that the odds to go number two is Zach Wilson, followed by Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and Sewell, and Mac Jones isn't even in the equation. At two makes. But that's telling. That's going back to my thing about him getting pushed up by only San Fran. <laughs> yeah, so you're telling me San Fran basically marked out for him. <laughs> out for they, they really right. That's not good. That either either the Jets or San Fran is. They're both making huge mistakes here because essentially we're saying that Mac Jones is not on the Jets' big board and he's top of the list for San Fran who, and they're separated by one pick. It, it's mind blowing. He doesn't have he, odds to be going number my, two. Yeah. And my biggest thing is brand, even if Shanahan and them come out looking like quote unquote geniuses, you know, I guess that'll silence a lot of it. But to me, that still doesn't explain why, why you had to give up so much value to get him at three. Yeah. That makes no sense. Uh, because I mean, and we know Miami. Miami's not picking him, right? No, <laughs> and keep going down the list of teams. Teams, you know, Carolina now has Darnold. You know, I don't know Atlanta. I don't think Atlanta's going to take Mac. I think they would take Fields, who's a Georgia kid. Like that makes sense in Atlanta, and he's damn good, and he's better. I think. Yeah. I, I just, I, I can go down that list, and I, I don't know how many teams would honestly be like, yeah, we're going to take Mac Jones here. We really need that drop on the soundboard. We need some fishy going on, Esco, and I smell it on the soundboard oh, oh <laughs> because there's something going on. The there's something going on here that's completely off. Like there's going to be – we're going to look back at this in like five years. and Either the Jets are going to be – I mean, either yeah, either the Jets are just stupid and can't evaluate talent along with a lot of other people and don't know that Mac Jones is the second-best quarterback in this draft or – San Fran moved up for no reason at all and are going to get a shitty quarterback that the top two teams want nothing to do with. The only way this works, and I still don't love it, but is if 
San Fran was just like blinders. This is the best player in the draft. We don't care. We have to get him. We're not going to play any games. Yeah. Although I think they gave up too much. Like this is the best player. We don't care. We have to get him. And the only way is to assure that is to get him at three. I just don't see that with a kid who didn't start until he was a senior and couldn't beat out someone like, you know, and not two was really good, but even the Jalen hurt. Like, I don't yeah. know. Uh, and we would have heard, right. If there was, if other teams were trying to move up to make this deal, to get Mac Jones, we would have heard that by now. Right. Yeah. Like we would have heard Carolina was really shocked that they couldn't get in and San Fran beat them to the, the third pick. And, and here's the one thing I want to remind everyone you know, who listens about Mac Jones, go back to college. One of the best O-lines in the, co- in, co- in the country and maybe one of the best receiving cores in the history of college football. Yes. He had the Heisman, like, uh, Heisman winner as his, one of his and, targets. And one of, one of. <laughs> and Waddle's going to go top 10. Yeah. And that, I mean, his yeah, offensive line, I'm sure all of, probably. I'm sure all of those guys on the offensive line will have 10-year NFL careers. So just imagine sitting in that pocket with no pressure, throwing to some of the best receivers people have seen. And, and you know, just throughout, I just don't know how tough it has ever been for him. Oh, and let's, let's not, let's not, I mean, their running back situation's pretty damn good too. Yeah, <laughs> Najee Harris is going to be a first-round draft pick. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I'm not saying the dude can't play. I'm just saying, boy, oh boy, like from from coming in from not a first round pick to then maybe getting whispers of a late first rounder. Yeah, to now going third. three. Uh, and is has this not been the case for most Alabama quarterbacks? Like, why is this different? You know, boy. I mean, hell, bro. Like, even Tua has struggled some. Yeah, and everyone thought, and I know he had a huge injury, but you know what I mean. Everyone yeah. thought he was the next guy. Guy. I mean, what what makes Mac Jones different than McCarron and all these other dudes that have you know come in, won national titles, and just won behind incredible offensive can, lines with great running backs and good receivers? I can easily answer that. Alabama changed their offense. Yeah. They weren't so run like you know. I mean, they were like I formation in the McCarron days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now yeah, they right. opened it up a little and gave their skill position uh, players more more room to shine. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm that a, that a, just I'm basically so now we have to go through like three years of Alabama quarterbacks sucking before people realize what's going on. It's just it's gonna be fucking bonkers. I can't <laughs> see them taking him. I still have, just physically, physical tools running a four four. I can't pass on Justin Fields. Like I can't. I just feel like I'd look like such a fool. But, yeah, what is Justin Fields like? Worst case, like shitty Dak or like. I mean, he's just a big, strong dude. Wouldn't it be like low end Cam not, Newton? Not, yeah, yeah. But the dude, I don't know. Like, I all I keep hearing is like, well, his he he's he really relies on his first read, or he really blah blah. But you you know you you you're trying to blame that on him when you don't know what the system. You know that could have been the system. Yeah, they could have dumbed down the system. And maybe you know, I don't know, yeah, exactly. I agree. I it, it's it, it doesn't mean he doesn't have the capability to learn a more complex system. Yeah, I mean, like, he could and, and honestly think about it like how big and strong and fast he is. Like he could very well be a Josh Allen type of guy too. Um, yeah, like he's he's just like 
I don't know. That dude's built <laughs> and he's like, fast. The, the, the thing that pisses me off is the bullshit of like, he wasn't the first guy in and the like last guy. Like what? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm, now I'm starting to get worried because a lot of this shit's coming in from Ohio state from people who are supposed to be supporting him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you have an agenda? Like I, it, it, it's just a lot of questions and like the dude has been neck and neck, neck and neck with Lawrence. Yep. Since high school. Yeah, I don't very know. weird. Well, let's it, so just, we like we like his odds going to still, even though we know Zach Wilson's pretty locked in. We like eight fifty right there. Yeah. Do you like him um, still for the third pick? Fields. Yeah. Because I know yeah. I do. Like I'm if I'm in Vegas today, I'm throwing money on my Bet MGM app, and I am loading that shit up for Justin yeah. Fields. What do you I'm, think his odds are at for the Fields. third? What do you think his odds are um, right now? He, it, it, I would, I, I would honestly hope, Brand, it couldn't be passed. Plus two hundred to two fifty. Uh, yeah. So he's plus one sixty. Okay. So that's okay. very much just, in play. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, whoa. Yeah, like it's it's in play. I mean, Mac Jones is minus one seventy five, but when you look at Zach Wilson at minus two thousand, you know, this is you really like didn't understand how locked in. A pick is yeah. This is like okay. There's still some wiggle room. Um, I just I can't see Shanahan looking at a guy like Justin Fields and hell even Trey Lance and being like, yeah, what this guy can do in my offense What's would be Lance crazy. Uh, plus four fifty. I'm. I don't know. If I might have to. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm I going like, like super heavy Justin Fields on that one at plus 160 and then like a hundred bucks on Trey Lance to cover that. <laughs> I'm with you. I just like the whole Lance can sit for a year while yeah. they get Jimmy G out of there. It's a guy who probably needs to sit, hasn't played tons of football, can learn the system. I doesn't, don't mind that at four doesn't that make the most sense? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like if uh, I know that you're thinking about, sense. yeah, if, if we're, if, if Shanahan were to say, if you were to hear, Hey, we we moved up because we want this guy to sit a year, but he has all the tools. He's just gonna sit behind Jimmy for a year, and then he's ready to go. Would you think Mac Jones or Trey Lance? It's it's there's no question. Yeah, like, it's a dumb. You know what I mean? I'm just going Trey Lance now. You've convinced me. Yeah. I'm just putting Trey Lance. I, I love those odds. Yeah. Um. So I it, basically we're just out on Mac Jones at three. <laughs> yeah. It, like I said, the dude might end up being a above average quarterback. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I like Mac have, Jones. I just I don't see the, the, the surge immediate. on Mac Jones was created by one team. Yeah, how many quarterbacks we drafted in the first round? Over under four and a half. So Ooh. you're thinking Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, right? They all have to go, right? Yeah. They have unless, to, unless Trey Lance falls out and George Justin Fields. <laughs> no way. There's no Jones. way. Oh, yeah. True. Where he belongs? Yeah. But I, I would love to think that it's one of those situations, you know, when you get into the late first, when they're like, oh, someone, someone's going to jump and, and come get him, right? The Jordan Love and situation last year put the hit the over uh, for that draft. So, you know, and that was unexpected. Um yeah, over under four and a half. I all these guys have to go. It's there's too much smoke. Um, it's minus six hundred. The under's plus three fifty. And I think I would just stay away from it. 
I am always leaning more quarterbacks are going to go than under, you know, like there's always going to be like a surprise quarterback to you. That doesn't, that doesn't shock you a little bit. That the uh, under is only 350. And I know 350 is a good number. Don't yes. Get me wrong. No, it's very shocking because they're all going to go like top seven. Yeah. They're all going like top yeah. seven. Right. So that's kind of scary. <laughs> Weird, Something fishy man. going on, man. <laughs> So, but are you taking the over or are you just out of principle taking the under there? Because no, I'm taking the over. Okay. I I still think I have to go with what I actually think. And there's no way that I don't know. I don't know which one would slip. It'd be crazy. It's going to be field somehow. There's no way the Patriots will just take him. How many running backs do you think are being drafted in the first round? It's over under one and a half. So you're basically telling me ETN and Najee Harris, unless I'm missing someone. Yeah. That's, that's basically Um, the two that they're, uh, they're hypothesizing. I, I I think both of those. Ooh, I think, man, that's a tough one. Because, you know what I mean? You're always seeing a Najee Harris or ETN go like 35. Like one yeah. of those, like the Jets get one of them. Like Clyde the went, what, the, the last pick. pick of the round last year, Clyde Edwards. So, yeah. I mean, that's a tough I'm one. I'm going to go under. I'm going under, too. I just, I think teams are really souring. Like, really, like, look. Yeah. Like and and not only that, I think with the with just the way the NFL is going and and this draft being so heavy on receivers, yeah, I think it's going to push just kind of keep trickling and push one of them. I think ETN I think will be drafted in the first round. I I mean Najee Harris. Don't draft a running back in the first or second round. I mean I like I like both of those guys, but I mean what are you doing paying for the right? pay them later i don't like but 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 even you look at someone like saquon who's amazing and yeah but if he gets hurt bam yeah he gets the ball this many times a year and then you can be jacksonville and just pick up juice robinson and be fine yeah i mean (laughs) and not only him look at mccaffrey this year and i'm not i shouldn't bag on him because mccaffrey's been great but it's i don't know i don't know man i don't and there's not many running backs that can have the uh have the impact that McCaffrey has, like playing out of the slot and all that stuff. Like Jonathan Taylor, like would he have been? Uh, should you know if you were to retroactively go back and be like, hey, should should he have gone in the first round? I'd still say no. And I love Jonathan no. Taylor, yeah. <laughs> even no, knowing what his production was, round. and he was good. And I'm still like, yeah. no, don't. Um, yeah. How many wide receivers? Oh, and we're getting the under at one and a half at, my, at plus one fifteen. I like that. Well, yeah. I can't believe receivers. the over is minus 155. That's crazy. So receivers, how many, just give me how many, just give me a raw number. Your guess, it doesn't have to be perfect. Don't be um, embarrassed. Okay, my raw guess, is, I'm going to say. And you can name them out half. if you have to. Five and a half? Five and a half. The over under is at four and a half. Okay. So, so you Yep. you got Waddle. Waddle, Chase. Yeah, Jamar Chase and yep. not Pitts. it's not Bateman. Pitts doesn't count, right? So, um, who am I missing? Um, yeah, I can pull um, up a mock. <clears throat> Let's see, what kind of receivers are we looking at? I don't think Bateman's considered a first rounder. He didn't play this year, and I, I don't think he ran. Of course, people think he's going to run particularly well. Um, God dang it! I, I know, I know, I'm missing someone from a big college. I'm looking, but uh, is, this is like a big it, board gimmick. No, Rashad Bateman board? is up there. Okay. From Minnesota. There's one more dude, though. Is there another Clemson guy? 
is it Florida? Tooney? I don't know. Um, uh, Elijah Moore, Ole Miss. There we go, him. Elijah Moore, because I think he blazed in the four in the in his pro day. Yeah, Ter, uh, not Terrence, Terrace Marshall Jr. from LSU, also possibly fringe. Rondell Moore could be fringy in the first. You never know. Um, and oh yeah, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, is that the Florida guy? Yeah. Okay. Um. So. So it's four and a half. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say over. Yeah, I'm gonna go over too. I think people will see the impact some of these receivers made last year. Four and a half's not crazy, but we have a lot of young quarterbacks right now, and everyone's like, I think everyone's gonna play off of that Diggs impact. You know what I mean? We saw what Diggs did yeah. for Josh Allen. And I was like, well, shit, if we can just get our guy a receiver, uh, hell, we could make something happen. Um, yeah. And some of these receivers it, it, now, it's just too hard to pass on because their tape looks great. Their 40s look great. Like, and, and, you know, just for instance, for me, I'm thinking someone like the Jets who have Seattle's first round pick in the back end of the first round. That's the team who needs a receiver. Or, yeah. wait, they got a couple. They did. But, I mean, are you really are you really going all in on those guys? Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you get someone like, if you get someone like, um, I don't know, you just get one of those back end receivers and, and match them up with the Mims or something like that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. and then you got Corey Davis. Yeah. Maybe a slot guy, maybe Elijah Moore, right? Yeah. There. He can, he can run your slot stuff. So the over, over four and a half is minus two fifty. So Vegas is right there with you. They think, Hey, you know, people are going to slide it. I'm, I think your five and a half was probably where Vegas should have put this. To get action on That's both what sides. I was thinking. There's a bunch of, like I said, Bateman. Bateman, might, people were talking about maybe a, a top 15, top 20 pick. And then yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know what happened. That's what's really pissing me off about this draft is the quarterback talk is really, uh, you know, detracted. Yeah, I want to know, like, the, the middle of this first round is going to be crazy. You saw what yeah, happened last year when CD, like, when that kind of went, that threw everything off. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and there's I, all these guys going 250 to 270 now, linebackers and pass rushers running 4-5, four, 4-4, four, four, you know what I mean? Yeah. That aren't getting any pub. Yeah. Because it's just now this, you know, with the trade and all that, it's, everyone's focused on these quarterbacks. Yep. What about uh, tight ends in the first round? Over or under one and a half? I'm going to go, I'm going to go under. Are you worried about uh, Kyle Pitts? I am. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I am. I, only from the standpoint of he. He's been t- like he's already talked about as, you know, like coming in being like the best tight end in the league. Like people, not and not best in the league, but you know what I mean. Like he's already put on such a. Pedestal. He's already elite. Yeah, and it's like, you know, let's take a deep, like one deep breath. I'm not gonna say he's not gonna be good, but. I don't know. And I look at him as a receiver. So when I look at his numbers and I think of him as a receiver, I'm not like drooling, going nuts. I get his wingspan. I get his 40s. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's a very slender guy. He's not going to be asked to block. He's a pass catcher. You know how hard it is to be an impactful tight end right away? <laughs> like, yeah. It doesn't happen. So, I mean, yeah. I hope that he does well because he looks like a freak. But you know who else did? Vernon Davis looks like an absolute yeah. fucking freak. And the combine, yeah. he's like six five, all muscle, hands, forty inch yeah. vert, and it's like, eh, he didn't really turn into anything till like six years into his career. And and I know people forget, but let's not forget how people were talking about Eric Ebron. 
when he was drafted in the top ten. Sick, sick tight end. Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to be amazing. And once again, Pitts looks a little different, but I just look at him as a receiver. He's so he's like Calvin. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and he's you know what else? Field. They have to like you have to really you have to define your tight end role. I think a lot of offenses like it's a you know you have your options at your receiver and you have your dump off. And sometimes the tight end just gets kind of lost in there. And it's like, you hope that like, Hey, all right, the tight ends open, whatever. Like with someone with that much talent, I don't know if they're going to, are they going to, do you think they're going to try to force the ball to him early? Are they going to like, I just don't know because if he's not catching a shit ton of passes and touchdowns early on, uh, yeah. people are going to like be like, well, what happened? Thought this guy was supposed to be great. The expectations are way too high right now. Like that he's, he's screwed no matter what, unless I mean, he has like a 15 I, touchdown season. And I hear, I hear a lot about, you know, this, if he goes to Atlanta, they'll be unstoppable. That's fine. That offense might be unstoppable. That doesn't mean Pitts is going to have the 1,200-yard, 80-reception year. And is Hayden Hurst that bad? <laughs> is he that bad? Huh? Is Hayden Hurst that bad? Isn't that who they, who they got? Yeah. I mean, yeah. didn't they just pick him up? No, that's no. I'm that's what I'm telling you is like, yeah. I, it's, I, they already have a tight end. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. It's like... I don't know. It's weird. Um, but the over is one and a half. The only other tight end that I know of is the guy from Penn State, Pat Fryermouth or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. 6'5", 258, big some bitch. Um, Damn. Yeah. I mean, that guy, Long he can boy. block it. He, he can block at least. I don't think he's going top. I don't think. I think he's going to be a second round guy. Um, who knows? Yeah. Maybe the Patriots will get another tight end in there. But the over is plus 300. The under is minus 500. I think we're both going under. And yeah. uh, we're letting we've we've let people know our feelings on pits. It just it's yeah. too much hype. Every year it happens, someone gets too hyped up and just take it a sucks. deep breath and step back. All right, let's talk quarterbacks. Uh, because I was saying about this early on in the day, we are completely focused on this this draft class as as it you know happens a lot. Uh, we condense the drafts down into the quarterbacks and then kind of move on and never talk about the draft classes again until we talk about the next class of quarterbacks. So yep. it, is it worth it to go through all of this to get a quarterback when your team sucks? Whew. Because I'm looking at the Jets who need probably, I mean, they need a lot. They don't need just a quarterback. Like, the Niners, yes, that makes sense. They probably, you know, they're pretty solid all around. They could use a good quarterback. But I don't see any situation where you're leveraging this much and you're relying this much on these. Any, I mean, ja- the Jaguars just suck and they get Trevor Lawrence, whatever, that's fine. But I I don't see this working or it, it doesn't seem to work, at least in the last 10 to 20 years, it doesn't seem to work as far as these top picks in the draft. Um, and not only that, not only that, you have to still take into consideration that you had a quarterback where the judgment is still out. Like it's the dirt, you know, nobody knows if he's bad. Exactly. And my thing is, you didn't just have two. You had the opportunity to maybe slide back to five, six, seven, get yourself another, you know, another whatever else you wanted, and then go take a Devonte Smith or a Pitts or another weapon for or Donald, a great or tackle. Lyman. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that was the would have been the way to go. I just, I, I don't know. They they see Wilson as 
a, a completely different player than your, I do. Your like the guy that you're drafting has to be who Andrew Luck. Um, yeah, I mean I, to to an extent, Matt Stafford uh, and Matt Ryan. You know, were at least you know they look decent. They are statistically decent, but they have to yeah. be that at a minimum, or you're yeah. it's a failure. That's not Paul. Yeah. You can't you can't draft like that. That's we've created a system now that uh, I actually kind of like because the good teams stay good because they keep drafting all the people that are left over, right? Because all the yeah. all the quarterbacks are going at the top, and it just leaves like top talent like Chase yeah. going not top five somehow. You know, and and not just the quarterbacks, Brand. We're talking about, and this year I think it's different because there are guys, but we're talking about even bad teams falling in love with someone like John Ross because of the 40. So yeah. even some of these position players get pushed up from where they should be. So actual talented, you know, guys who are just maybe a more all-around player who don't run the 40 is, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, 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 it's insane. So you have the most important position in sports, which is also the toughest position to play, and you're just like, well, if we just pick a guy in the top five, we should be good, right? <laughs> no, it yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, that's what it, they think. Listen to these names. These are, I mean, these are first round guys, so uh, it's not you know the same exact situation. But I mean, I'm giving you the entire first round. So we got Paxton Lynch. We got Josh Rosen, who was uh, the tenth pick. Uh, Johnny Manziel, Blaine Gabbert. 10th pick. Yep. Christian Ponder, 12th pick. Uh Tim Tebow, EJ Manuel, yep. um Jake Locker, 8th <laughs> pick. Yep. Brandon Whedon, uh who else are we rolling with? Josh Freeman, Darnold, Mark Sanchez was a 5th pick. So the Jets have basically done I mean the Jets did this in 2009 and 2018, by the way. Boy. Uh Blake Bortles, number 3 pick, huh? So, boy, are you not better off if you look at the Bortles situation specifically? Because I think there's a lot of teams that could get in that same spot that the Jags were and could do things a lot differently. Uh, the Jags at that time built themselves into a contender, right? A lot of it was yep. based off of being Seattle South, right? So, and not only that, when you bring up Seattle, basically did everything Seattle did but hit on the quarterback. Yes, exactly. So they they go ahead and they get Bortles. Um, I don't even want to. I'm not going to look back and see what else who else they could have drafted. But are you better off just picking up you know Case Keenum, Tyrod Taylor, uh, all these other guys that have been maybe first? You can pick any of these failed first round picks if you want, yep. and just drop them in. Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, seems to be a good journeyman quarterback. Just drop them in with this insane, talented team that you might have or have built up at this point and just see what happens from there. I mean, how is Blake Bortles going to help your Super Bowl contending team within his first two years? And not only that, Brand, many times when you pick a guy this high, you fall into the, well, shit, we have to give him this many chances. And I know some teams don't. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I fell into one of those organizations that said, well, shit, we have to ride this out because we said he was, you know, everyone kind of was bang on him. And we still said, nope, this is our guy. Shit, we have to kind of see this through, although it hurts our team. Like, Yeah, exactly. And who are some of the guys like right now sitting on a bench somewhere that you think could be effective on a team that has a playoff ready roster? 
Are there any that you can think of? Quarterback? Yeah. Just sitting? Yeah, and like you're kind of muffled, by the way. I'm not sure if you uh, laid down to go to bed or something. but No? <laughs> Do I sound any better? Yeah, it sounds great. Um, but yeah, I'm trying um, to think because like I don't I, I know that Tyrod is not like, the answer, right? But like someone who's going to be sitting next year who I would think would be a perfect fit like is Ty or um, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Okay. I like that. What about Mariota? Would you put him in there? Yeah. 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 If, if we're talking about what you're getting him for in the in the value. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So Mariota in there. Here's here's um, let's let's do this let's do this as an exercise. The uh, the Chicago Bears, right? Pretty, it's a decent roster. They have they've had a decent yeah. roster over the last couple of years. A, a mm-hmm. solid defense. Um, they had uh, um, who's the receiver that they Allen Robinson. Yes, they had Allen Robinson. Uh, they don't really have a running game, but they're they're, they're solid. Tariq Cohen was electric at times. Yeah, their line wasn't. You didn't hear about their line being terrible, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, so they they probably have an average line. That team. If you were to put Mariota on that team, you know, they're they're making the playoffs every year, right? Because yeah. they're winning. Trubisky has a winning record. Like, that's yeah. that's not – you Which can't dispute that. But I, I, I just think that the learning curve for the, the, for the guys in their first and second year, when you can just bring a guy in that's the same, <laughs> the same level but who's been in the NFL and been game planning for like three or four years already – I, yep. I, I don't I don't understand. I guess it's a price thing, but and it's a hope thing, but guess what? You just look at the odds of these quarterbacks being drafted in the first round, you're not getting anything. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. it, it, and it's not even a price thing anymore because a lot of these guys are going for cheap. Yeah. Yep. And then um I mean we'll keep going down the list here. Sam Bradford was the number one pick. He just never really turned out. Trubisky um, Ryan Tannehill didn't, I mean, it took years for Ryan Tannehill to get it figured yeah. out. Uh, Mariota's on there himself. Um, Jameis, <laughs> Jameis is another guy. Jameis went first, like, and we kind of yep. joke about him, but he was a, a first, uh, pick in the draft. Can't Car- miss. Carson Wentz, um, who is, I'm not going to say, I mean, obviously Trey Lance is the exact same thing <laughs> almost. Yeah. And then Zach Wilson, same deal, like just kind of obscure out of nowhere. Baker, uh, you know, another guy. Matt Stafford, pretty solid. Andrew Luck worked out, but then, you know, he was always hurt or whatever. But, I mean, Andrew Luck, I would say, is the best case scenario there. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. I mean, Deshaun. Uh, so I think Deshaun is the ultimate. We're we're not going to get into his other stuff, but yeah. Deshaun is the ultimate test here. That roster sucks, and Deshaun's really yeah. good. Congrats. Yeah. Where are you at right now? Where are you? Nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's say so you get you get Zach Wilson on the Jets, and he's really good. They probably still aren't good enough to do anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Get... I don't get it. I think yeah, I I'd be it. much happier running a Shanahan, Pete Carroll, McVay gimmick offense where I just mostly run the ball and have a really good team otherwise and just mm-hmm. hope that the quarterback I pick up somewhere down the road is good enough to get me over the hump. I, yeah, I, just, I 100% agree. It, I, it, and, and I think Darnold was that guy. Like, yeah, I do too. Good enough. I think you're right. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I really don't uh, – I don't know. I, I think a lot of these teams, especially the Jets, the Jets had a huge opportunity here to do move out of that spot, 
get someone really, really good uh, in the first round still, possibly get another first rounder, and just, you know, load up on more talent with Sam Darnold. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't do it. So I uh, beats me. But, yeah, I think that we've, we've tipped the scale so far on quarterbacks at this point. I don't know uh, what the plan is or what you can do to even – overcome all this stuff so um we're gonna see i get as we get closer to the draft i can't wait to hear what comes out because yeah. it's gonna be a roller coaster anything else on the quarterbacks no i think we we, we went through it pretty damn yep thorough. so i think next week we need to uh we'll get our mocks together and we'll start going uh going over our mock and then just you know start grading stuff out um because i want to know as much as i can about all these other guys in the draft and especially this Rayshon Slater versus Sewell gimmick. Yeah. Now Rayshon's getting the, the rub. I don't know. We won't get into it. But like you said, I think the mock draft will be a good kind of starting point for us to get into a lot of these other guys and what's going on with them and, and kind of where their stock is. Perfect. All right. Anything else? No, I think we're good. All right. Uh, I'm going to hop on Grand Theft Auto at some point tonight. I'm very excited. So uh, <laughs> now that it's free. So you let me know when you get on. Uh, we'll catch up For next sure, week, man. and we'll probably we're gonna have to get rich in in the fold. Uh, we have to. For sure, he's marking out for yeah. WrestleMania for six nights in a row right now. So <laughs> I'm sure he will be doing that. But after that's done, we're gonna we'll get it rolling. So we'll catch you guys next weekend. All righty. Yep.